You're listening to CGM Lounge. Good afternoon, good afternoon. We're back with Common Ground Management's CGM Lounge podcast. Your weekly dose of hopefully news you can use in the business resource um, content system. So again, we're back with Linda on the track. As you guys know, your favorite post-production gal. This is when I say Dime Lo. This is when you say Dime Lo. <laughs> so um, today we're going to be talking about business model canvas and how that can assist in building out your business systems and operations um, on a simplified nine box platform. So at the end of this, we're going to give you like a website to go to, to do your online version of it. Um, But until then, just kind of listen and follow the flow. Um, So business model canvas is a, a recent concept in 2015. Um, Harvard Business Review and Bain and Co. They came out with uh, the 30 Elements of Value Pyramid. And as they did research on what customers value and what businesses need to present to solve problems, um, around the same time, this, this concept of a model canvas came out, which builds its, its system around how businesses provide value proposition. And so typically what we used to do is you would write a business plan that was like 30, 40, 50 pages. You would write this narrative around what what the business was, how you plan on getting started, what values you presented, financials, marketing, like all this thing wrapped into like one report. Or what the business model canvas does is turn that 50-page thing into a one-page, nine-box um you can call this a diagram, I guess, a diagram. And it allows you to look, be more succinct in your ideas and how each box integrates with the next. So today we're going to walk through a business model that Linda has put together for a concept. And, and the key term is business model. So business models are explained exactly how this idea is going to work. Um, unlike a plan, which is more narrative, looking into the future, like 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, the model just looks at what are the key elements, the key functions to your business. So we'll start um, with this. So Linda, what's the name of this business and what is it going to do? Yeah, the name of the business is called A Smashing Good Time. And A Smashing Good Time is a place where people who have a lot of anger and anxiety and stress can go and it's a mobile studio they can go there and they can break things using a variety of different um, tools for destruction so So like a sledgehammer (laughs) yeah you could have a sledgehammer slingshot baseball bat tennis racket you know anything that you can use to break something with basically um yes what That's they, the idea. What are they breaking? 
Like, are they breaking TVs? Well, lots of different things. Thank you for asking, Dom. People can break anything. Um, There will be different price structures. So if you want to break a coffee mug, that will be probably the cheapest thing to break. And then a plate might be a little bit more expensive. And then as you get bigger, or as we get to things like TVs or electronic materials, then we would charge a little bit more for those materials. And all the materials would be donated, things that people don't want anyway. So a broke TV, a broken TV that's already in the junk, you're going to be able to smash that up. It's Precisely. Already, it's already broken. Might as well just break it some more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So we're going to dive right in. So this, um, we're gonna, like we said, we're going to start with the middle box, which is value proposition. So you mentioned a couple key things um, that I heard when you described the business. So as we look at value proposition box we're going to reference the 30 elements of value pyramid from bain and co um and you can look that up on google 30 elements of value and you'll see like a write-up in the harvard business review and on bain and co's website so it's literally a pyramid the bottom of it is the base and that's those are the functional values so when we talk about values we want to be very specific about problems that we're solving for our consumers and so you mentioned a word that I think speaks to um, a problem, and it should be a solution for you. So, what's the what's a key component of your business? You you mentioned that it was instead of it being stationary, it was going to be. It's mobile, mobile, so it can travel. It's it's not just stationary in one place of the city. So we're really trying to reach everybody in Philadelphia because we know Philadelphians have a lot of anger, and we want to help <laughs> them to relieve this anger. So so on the functional value side, what what is the mobile? What value? What problem does the mobile solve? I think it um, saves people time. Mm-hmm. Because we can go to different neighborhoods, it saves people time. It's, you know, it could take half an hour to an hour to get across the city. So mm-hmm. if you need to break, <laughs> if you need to break something now, then, you know, we'll be in your neighborhood. Right. And then also, we could say like avoid hassle because like you gotta, you can't, you don't have to go out your way, right? You can, yeah. hey, oh, you came to Clark Park? <laughs> let me, let me just break some stuff now. I'm feeling very frustrated. Um, are there any other functional values that you see that are going to be associated with you know, the business? Well, um, I think it reduces risk. And the reason why I think that maybe I'm thinking about it in the wrong way. But I believe that this business reduces the risk of people um, being violent in public when they can just be violent in private. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, I don't know. If, I don't know. If, well, I guess you could say um, if the well, you're gonna have like padded walls in the what is this an RV? Like a like what? Yeah, the, it's um like a trailer. Yeah, a trailer, it's a like, big trailer. So you're gonna yeah. have like padded walls. Yeah, everything will be padded. You'll have like a sumo wrestler suit. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be protected. Um, what about too. what about sensory appeal? Is there things like I, I mean I guess are we? It's very sensory. It's it's extremely hands on, yeah. literally. So we're breaking up, and then um, I guess like the quality of the service. Like how what are you gonna do service wise? Like is it gonna be 
hands-on customer service training on how to break stuff? Or no, no, no. I think we just want to let broke. people be themselves. Rage cage. Yeah, it's that. That's a really good name. Maybe I'll change the name. I like a smashing good time. Okay, so we got save time, avoid tassel, um, and then sensory appeal potentially on the functional mm-hmm. side. So functional values are the easiest way to compete in in the in an industry or against another um, against another business. So for example, if people had a decision to make in this we'll call this like alternative adult entertainment, if people had a decision to make between going to Urban Axis, you know, in Fishtown, Port Richmond, and they live in University City, or going to you because you're going to be in Clark Park on Thursday night, you made that decision for them very easy. Like, hey, let's go to Smashing Good Time because they're closer, they're mobile. So that's how we can justify like the saves time, avoids hassle. Um, so in that comparison, the price may be the same. The eventual outcome is similar. You know, you're going to go somewhere and do a, recre- a recreation activity as an adult. But where, we, where we've taken a competitive advantage is we're trying to get to them, move to them, and not be stationary. So um, then also you might reduce the cost. You might be a little bit cheaper than another alternative adult entertainment solution like Dave and Buster. So we could also throw it in if we looked at our our um, our market and saw what other places that do similar. They don't have to be exactly the same thing, but if people had a decision to make to spend their time and money for this type of exercise or similar exercise, are we cheaper than the market value um, of a of a similar location? So reduces cost could also be a function functional value. Um, so let's move up the the pyramid so now we're at emotional we're at the emotional level which is the second tier and these are going to be um where you kind of gain and keep your consumers so what which one of these uh fit i think that on the emotional level Mm -hmm. i'm able to check off a lot of these boxes because one of the elements is reduces anxiety Mm -hmm. Perhaps this could reduce anxiety. I don't know. I think it does. But it's also a therapeutic value. Breaking things, you know, releasing all that anger, it it could leave people feeling like, okay, I broke some things. I didn't break anything in my house. But, you know, I broke things in a safe, controlled environment. And now I feel good. Now I can go back out into the world. So I think it, it checks off those two boxes. It could be fun. I mean... You know, who doesn't like breaking things, you know? Um, And then there's also the nostalgia, because remember being a kid and how much fun it was to break things and just like... Well, we're black, so (laughs) if we broke something, we're going to get beat. (laughs) So now I don't remember breaking stuff on purpose and having fun doing that. I was very petrified of anything broke. (laughs) Even if I broke whatever... You can break a plastic bowl. You ain't got no business touching that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, for black people, that's probably more <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On the breaking, but I get Still it. Still nostalgia. Still nostalgia. Yeah, Trauma. Trauma. So, the fight of entertainment, yeah. Um, reduces anxiety. Are you So, are you going to do, like, a point system? Like, clean breaks, breaking... Break, you, I know you mentioned, like, the higher... The higher the thing is, the more they're gonna have to pay. But I'm looking at this rewards me box. Do they get like, do they get like points for breaking a 50 inch flat screen TV that they can redeem? No, I don't think so. I don't really want to reward this type of behavior. I more so just want to support it. Take take the take the aggressiveness off of the streets of Philadelphia and and put put it it into a a van. A van, cool. (laughs) We got it. We got it. We got it. So wellness, therapeutic value, uh, reduces anxiety. Uh, for some people, it could be nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Some people, it could be traumatic. PTSD, <laughs> flashback. But that's not one of the emotional elements. No, that isn't. You're right. Um, so. And I hope to build a badge value. Yeah. So like one of the things that we talked about with badge value is it's like a name brand recognition, mm-hmm. like Jordans. Mm-hmm. So I hope that smashing good time can become like the Jordan of adult yeah uh, adult alternative entertainment yeah I mean that's the name is great um the concept is really cool too when you think about how how we spend our time as Americans like we're we're living a highly stressed situation like working eight hours a day nine hours a ten hours a day you know there's a lot of things that we do in America that aren't done in other cultures that, that in, increase our stress level and frustration. So, yeah, that's everything you can spend. You know, the brand on growing, you can spin it into something that bleeds into other things, too. Um, so, as we move up the pyramid, we're looking at life-changing. So, life-changing values um, really put you in a separate category when it, when it comes to, like, a business. So if, you can, if you can tap into the value prop at life-changing... Your business is going to last a very, very long time. You know, we're talking decades. So, which one of these do you think? Well, this one is a little bit more challenging. um, Because I think, as you mentioned, it's harder as you go up the pyramid. It's harder to check off more Mm -hmm. of these um, elements. Mm -hmm. So, I think that... Um, I'm not sure as my business model stands if I have any of these that are life-changing. But if I had to pick one of them, I might pick Provides Hope. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I want people to to leave feeling hopeful that they've, you know, taken their destruction out somewhere and now they can like do what they need to do in the world hopefully good things not destructive so, things so well can I mean not when they come in is there like evaluations are there counselors is there therapy maybe there should be Social. that's something I'm gonna think about so like we have this raw energy of destruction but will we have also people a person there to, you know, de-escalate and, and kind of 
look at somebody as they're leaving and say, okay, cool. Like, it's how really do you feel? Idea. Take post pre-survey, post-survey. I think you just gave me an idea for later on in the model canvas when we talk about partners. Yeah. So I'm going to, like, add that in some, like, healthcare professionals, like mental health care and yeah, stuff, and behavioral, behavioral health. So these things... So, and this is why the business model canvas is so cool because as you guys just heard... Um, Linda just added something to another part of the canvas and when you when you really break down your business model and when you get to a part of a pyramid where and you won't have you won't be able to check off every box but you can forward think and say like damn how do I how do I get this value how how do I become a, a recognized brand in an industry how do I become um how do I have my business longevity last for more than just a trend or a phase? Like, not to say that axe throwing is a trend or a phase, but for example, if it was, we'd be entering probably its prime right now, and probably in the next year or two, it would, you know, you would see less interest in it. Um, but if we, if it can, if axe throwing can add other value props like life changing or self actualization then you'll see that that, that that industry will last a lot longer. So the smashing of time, like you said, maybe that integration of behavioral help and counseling goes, goes hand in hand with that longevity. So we've gone up the pyramid. The last one is self-actualization. So, you know, do you think that we're hitting on that one? Like, do I realize something about myself after I leave? Well, uh, the way that I define self self Oh. So I'm sorry. Self transcendence. Self-transcendence yeah. is on the life changing. The last, the last at the top of the pyramid is social impact, which is self-transcendence. The way that I define it is like, do you provide a social service? Is there a social impact to your work? Um, does your good or service increase the quality of life for other people? So I think yes. I think that this does. Um, a social service and it does increase the quality of life for people because when they're able to like express mm -hmm. that anger in a physical way then um, they've they've gotten that anger out and they can like feel better cool. it's not about me I'm no. not doing this for me well, other, pyramid, other than the money <laughs> the, pyramid, the pyramid is that's what the it's pyramid for them. means the it's pyramid, for the people yeah the pyramid means how did the consumers get these values? So yeah, it's absolutely right. So as we move from value proposition, we're gonna move to the right, and the next doc, the next box is actually gonna be the customer relationship box, right? So customer relationships are how would you how would you communicate, or how do the customers integrate with your brand or your business mm -hmm. so there's many ways to do that you can do one-on-one -on -one. so for example if you're a consultant you might have uh, a one-to-one -one relationship with your consumers um if you're an event host you might have one to many so what would yours where would yours fall you you think I think people will get in touch with us and build relationships more through our website. Mm -hmm. um, 
so we may get phone calls or emails or even just like people just seeing the Smashing Good Time mobile smashing unit mm -hmm. parked in their neighborhood. So um, our customers are angry people and <laughs> they may want to communicate mostly by phone, I think. By phone? And in person, yeah. Just like off the street, angry people. So are we going to do... Um, so we got phone, we got in person. Um, we, we, we talked a little bit about third-party contractors with the behavioral. I don't know if you're really going to go through it, but... Um, so it, there is going to be an element of like one-to-one -one if you do the third-party piece or... You think that's excluded right now? Oh, you mean like referrals? Not referrals, but sort of. Okay, I want to. I want to partake in smashing good time. So I go on the website, mm -hmm. right? I sign up. So that's kind of that's the um, do-it-yourself, like self-use model, like Instagram. I sign up my group. Um, we're gonna come, and then when I get there, do I talk to anybody? Can I call and ask for instructions? How does it work? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to have somebody who is, like, training people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'll be, like, a very brief training because we have to make sure that it's safe. We have yeah. to make sure that nobody gets hurt. Right. And, you know, there's only... there. There is a limit to what you can break. I mean, you, you shouldn't be breaking the mobile smashing <laughs> unit because exactly. otherwise, how will we take it to the next place? Right. So, um... There will be like a little brief instructionary okay. segment. And then I guess um, from there you're going to have, of course you mentioned online, you mentioned phone, in person, so they can come and get that instruction. Um, and they'll also have to sign some kind of like a waiver. Okay, cool. And so that's our customer relationship. Our customer relationship model for this business is online, you know, also, highly one-to-one, -one, because we'll be, when we meet and greet the consumers when they come, we're going to give them instruction, we're going to walk them through the process, um, and then we're also going to have, uh, like, a phone element, so people can call and inquire, so that's awesome, that's great, and then your customer segment, so you talked a little bit about customer segments, so you mentioned angry people. So, do they have to be? They have to be like specifically angry, or is it more so like college students have pent up aggression, but maybe yeah. they're not angry? It doesn't have to be people who are, you know, who are long term angry people. They could be just angry in that moment. They could be angry about something that happened to them that day, and. So it doesn't have to be people who are, like, over the course of their life, yeah. angry. Just angry in that moment. Angry enough to want to break something. Angry enough to want to break something. So would you say, like, being around college campuses is um, going to be a, um, a big market for you? I'm like not sure. Because now you're bringing up something that I hadn't thought about before, which is, like, an age you know, at what age should we, what age do we start? Yeah. Is it appropriate? Because college students are 18 to 21. And yeah. if you think about it psychologically, their brains are still developing. So they 
still are forming and I don't know if I want to encourage this kind of thing for, you know, some people say your, your mind is still in adolescence until 25. So I don't know if I want to encourage the adolescent mind to engage in this kind of reckless behavior. This is more of a reckless behavior for the adult mind. It's more of a reckless behavior for the 40-year-old. <laughs> so we may not park at college campuses. Um, we may not be welcome there as well. Uh, Why not? Why wouldn't you be welcome? Um, I don't know. I just It doesn't strike me as something that academia wants to support, but I could be wrong. <laughs> but that's how you have the behavioral health piece. This is all studies. True. Just, You're right. You're absolutely right. So maybe I should get in touch with the medical universities. Well, it's interesting. Um, side note. So a friend of mine went to Cornell in um, Ithaca, New York. So it's an Ivy League school. And I don't have any data on this, so if you guys are fact checking and listen, it says I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that I know the number or does anything. But what I heard in talking to her was Cornell had like one of the highest suicide rates. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, and that's because like the stress of being there, but also uh, climate-wise, it's just always cloudy there. Like there's hardly any sun. They're in a mountain. It's cool. It's cold and rainy. So, I mean, it was interesting to hear that from her and to hear from other people, too, like these highly stressed environments. Like, so, I mean, you mentioned anger, but I think you also mentioned anxiety relief. So, you know, maybe colleges, especially the, the, the ones where you have a lot of stress on you, maybe they might be the right place to release some of that tension so you're not doing something that could harm yourself because I think when you talked about your emotional value prop your social impact your life changing maybe maybe they you do want to get the adolescent mind I can't cope with the pressure of a 40 page paper due you're right in two minutes so does this so this sounds like I need to do my research on the um, on this on the customer segment yeah and why this is a valuable tool for anxiety relief. So how can I do that research? Like, where should I start? So I would look at, you always start with the issue. So the issue is, the issue isn't, um, well, for example, when you look at a business and you say, hey, this business is fun. Okay, that's that's good. Not this business specifically, but if anybody says, like, my business is fun, that's that's surfacy. Um, so there's also going to be some other element of um, therapy involved with it, you know. And so when when you talk about this type of business and you're destruct and you're destroying things and you like you said, you don't want to you don't want to pacify destruction. What you're really trying to do is channel, I guess, negative energy in a way that is organized and. Um, that person when they leave they're gonna feel a little bit better so I would look at what are some of the highly stressed occupations you know who are the most stressed people in the US like do is it more stressful to live in a city than it is to live in the country um what's the most stressed out age group you know those things that like who has the highest you know 
I don't want to say suicide rate, but who are the people that are going through some of these emotional things that will drive? So getting with behavioral specialists, getting with um, medical specialists and and, um, mental health probably would be a good place to start. And then looking up this data that says like, hey, kids, for example, in Philadelphia, a a high percentage of people that are killed by, by homicide um, gun violence are going to be between the ages of 14 and 25, right? So, and how do we... Yeah, 14 may be too young for your thing, but that's tension, that's aggression, that's not having outlets. So, every market is going to have its different need. Um, you know, the Cornell thing just stuck out to me as like a potential need. Uh, where it could pop up at, but I'm sure there's people that are stressed out at UPenn, stressed out at Temple, stressed out at Villanova. So I don't know. I, mean, I would just look at what, where, where does stress happen the most yeah. in this country? And you're really, as I'm talking to you, you're really changing my idea because where it starts is like kind of this fun, silly, no, yeah. joking idea, but it could really be something serious and it could really be, you know, as you're speaking about working with um, behavioral health care and mental health care professionals to use this as a tool for anger reduction and violence reduction. Mm. I mean, it's potential. There's there's the social impact, right? There's that self-transcendence. So at the customer segments part, that's where a lot of my market research is happening That's for me, for my business. Well, for everybody. Okay. So customer segments are going to be where you're going to do your market research to see. In my value proposition box, I created solutions to a problem, but whose who's problem is it? And so you mentioned like somebody walking around angry all the time. Well... That's a person. Who is that person? Is he angry because he works at SEPTA 60 hours a week and he doesn't have an outlet because he just goes home tired and beat? Or is he angry because he just got a divorce? Or is she angry because she's a single mom? Are they are they not really angry? Are they more just stressed out because they're in school and they got a 2.5 GPA? And like, so... All these things create personas and people that we can market to, right? So the customer, the customer segment is highly market driven, highly market research driven. Absolutely. So let's move on to the next one. What's the next one? The next box would be channels. So you know who you want to talk to. You know when they come to you, how you're going to interact with them. But how do they get in contact with your business prior to? Um, Prior to, how do they get on that website? How do they find where you're going to be? So you're going to use channels. You're going to use like social media. You're going to use uh, radio. So what are some channels that you're going to? Uh, I definitely try? want to use social media. Um, I would now that you know now that we spoke about getting some healthcare involved. I want to do referrals as well. Mm-hmm. So working with healthcare professionals, um, maybe. Yeah, like guidance counselors or, or um, people who are therapists um, to make referrals for their their uh, clients to come or their mm-hmm. patients to come. Um, word of mouth, too. So people who have come to a smashing good time, I want them to recommend to other people. Mm-hmm. 
and then maybe like events like i should go to other outdoor events and promote Mm -hmm. guerrilla marketing and things like that oh yeah that was something i was thinking of yeah going to like you know we could take part in larger events we could park the mobile unit at a larger event and um people can find out about us that way and people can participate in that way perfect so right now we just fill out the entire right side of the of the diagram Starting with value proposition in the middle. The top right is going to be customer relationships that lead into customer segments. And then um, we completed the, the right side of the, of the diagram with channels. Right, so we know, what, we know what our solutions are. We know how we'll handle customers when they come in. We, we want to know who the customers are. And then we, we're going to develop these channels of communication so they can find out who we are, so they can come in and, and we can establish relationships. So now we're going to move to the left side of the diagram, which is going to start with key activities. So this is literally everything you have to do in the business. Um, so what, what, do you, what do you think? What do we got to do? So my key activities are first, I need to acquire the mobile unit. Mm-hmm. I guess I need to get some kind of licensing and figure it out figure out well obviously i want to get my llc liability is going to be huge <laughs> i want to get some insurance, insurance yeah. um and you know i'm just going to rewind to the llc part because i want to really figure out like what's the best formation for this kind of business yeah so i would have to do my research about that and figure out if i want to do an llc or if i want to do a corporation yeah. i probably wouldn't do this as a nonprofit, but I mean, I, I could figure out, you know, there it, it is a possibility for it to be a nonprofit, especially if I am working with behavioral health care and mental health care. But I think to start out, I would do it as an LLC. Cool. So we mentioned insurance. You mentioned we got to get the mobile unit. We got to get our website up. We got to get... I didn't say a website, but yeah, I got to get a website. The website up. Get my social media up. Yeah. Um, content, create content, marketing, material... Yeah. So everything like nuts and bolts, like all the activities we have to do to get this. Thing and like off I the said, ground. all the all the things that are breakable are donation based. So we'll get to that part next, right? So key partners. So who are these key partners? And for, I mean, you can start there. Like, how do you get these donated items? Well, I guess I could make a partnership with the sanitation department. Okay. And. Um, Maybe even the recycling center because there's a lot of things that go into recycling that aren't actually recyclable. And instead of things going into a landfill, they can come to me and they can get broken. And, and then they go into a landfill? <laughs> they might decompose a little quicker <laughs> if they're broken already. Right. <laughs> so those could be great partners. And then healthcare professionals, universities, those are some other partners. Maybe, um, I guess I'd have to think about where I'm going to park the vehicle. Like you mentioned, parking it at different parks. So if I'm going to go to parks, then I would want to have a relationship and a partnership with Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the main part. Where are you going to store the inventory? Um, that's a great question. I'm probably going to rent a storage unit mm-hmm. somewhere. that be a partner or is that yeah partner yeah so 
this has to be like a pretty big van to be able to pull out all this stuff. Um, so we're probably talking more like a, a bus, you think, or yeah. um, or yeah, one of those big shipping trucks. Big shipping. Oh, so you you thinking like a container? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. So we just have to like drag the container around. I'll have to get my trucker's license. Yeah, CDL, because they're probably gonna need a probably gonna need a a, a bigger a diesel truck to pull that. Okay, cool. So then, so key partners would be drivers, and then guys that break up, set, break down, set up the space. Hmm. What if it was inflatable? I didn't think about that mostly because things that are inflatable can be popped yeah. and there will be lots of sharp edges I oh, yeah. imagine so we have to figure out but, so I'm just thinking about the, the efficiency of yeah, a, yeah. A, a container being moved around all the time no I mean there it could be a pop up it could be like yeah, a pop up inside tent. of a tent yeah and yeah Smashing I mean we could time. we could figure out how to make that happen and how to make it safe yeah. safety is my top priority safety is top priority alright cool so key resources so these are like the software so we got what do you need to take payments um like you need an office you need internet like we talked about the vehicle already um, like what are, so what are some software things and hardware things that you need to to run this business? I think the website will be a really key resource. Um, yeah. I want to be able to take payments through the website and I'll probably use like Square or mm. something like that and mm. take cash payments too. Um, other resources would be like physical resources, whatever the unit, the mobile unit it is. Right. Now you're steering me away from a truck and maybe towards more of a pop-up tent, but would be one of the resources and then also the materials would that be a key resource yeah yeah so um the actual inventory itself is a key resource um so we've gone through the entire top part so now we have like cost and revenue structure so what are some costs what are not some what are the costs that are gonna incur be incurred with this business model then I'm going to have to pay to get licensing. I'll have to pay insurance, too. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a tent, then, yeah, it's like, you know, acquiring the materials that are going to be used for setup. And paying my staff. Mm-hmm. I would want to make sure that my staff are paid really well. Insurance? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think gas. Well, if I do the truck. If you do the truck. Don't do the truck. Well, you need you need the transporter anyway because it's always mobile, right? Uh, oh yeah, true. 
Um, so gas. Um, nah, so that's because I mean, if you have an office space, oh, rent, and like Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. I guess whatever monthly bills that yeah, your business would occur. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe phone, Wi-Fi, whatever monthly charges are associated with like website or Square. Yeah. So we got costs. So now, like, how are you gonna raise money? How are you gonna get money in? So we- oh, another thing for costs, I probably want to do advertising. Okay. So I've got to build that into my costs. Cool, cool. So revenue. What's what are all the means of revenue that are coming in? So you have like, you have admission price, right? And then you have a price. You said admission per unit that you're breaking. So if I break a mug, it's gonna be five dollars per se. Mm-hmm. A break a TV is gonna be how much? A TV would probably be a little bit more. I think I would charge. I don't know, maybe. I don't want to say a hundred. Do you think that's too much? I don't know. Well, I guess you can buy a new TV for a hundred, right? I yeah. don't know how much a TV costs to be honest. Yeah, but I'm just Let's saying. Let's say fifty. To smash a TV. Fifty to smash a TV. I want to keep the prices low. I want this to be like affordable. Affordable. So we have like, do you have an admission fee? Just a general admission fee to come in? I didn't, but now you're making me think that I should. Yeah. So, so like, probably fifteen dollars yeah, just to get say in. Yeah, ten or fifteen dollars. And then if you break a mug, is find out. So like, if I gave you, um, well, we won't get into that. That's kind of in the weeds. But one thing that um, axe throwing companies do is they really limit the amount of like, a la carte individuals that come in and they really focus on groups so would you have like a group pricing model like minimum of six people at $15 a pop so now you're looking at $80 for this x amount of minutes so is it like a 20 minute session is it an hour well I guess I had originally thought it's it's like you get you don't get that long you get like a short amount of time you get five minutes in there but i really want it to just be an individual thing not a group thing um because that could be chaos not that an individual going in there and destroying things is not chaos but i don't know it just feels like this is more geared towards the individual to just like get their aggression out spend five minutes in the rage cage using it (laughs) and get it all out so how different is this from like going to the gun range i have no idea i've never been to a gun range but i think it's similar having never been to a gun range i'm gonna say this is similar similar. (laughs) (laughs) well because you know as a as i'm thinking about you know somebody people like people go to the gun range to do the same thing kind of get the attention their individual so you have an individual alley that you use, right? And but you still might go as a group of guys, right? And so or girls or girls, right? or just people, or just people, a group of people that go. And so you have your individual alley, you have your own target, you have your own stuff, and you're, you're just trying to do whatever you want to do, whatever reason you went to the gun range for. So maybe like we talked about these alternative adult recreational activities, axe throwing, gun range, a smashing good time. Um, so in terms of uh, pricing model, maybe you look at those, the gun range, mm-hmm. um, axe throwing, and say, like, okay, how can I make this a group thing? Because, again, if we're talking about stressed out situation, corporations, you know, if you work for a, co- a friend of mine, she works for one of the bigger law firms here in the city, I thought I, I thought we worked a lot 
she, two weeks ago, we grabbed something from um, Bruce Chris on 18th Street, just like, you know, calamari and lemonade. That's my like favorite. <laughs> um, and so it was like nine o'clock. And she had just got, she had just returned back from like being on vacation. But now she's like, I don't have any time to catch up on my work. So she had to go back to the office and work. She said she was going to leave at like midnight and then come back in at 7 a.m. So she's doing like 7 a.m. to midnight. And it was just her and a colleague. And then she's like, I'm, all, I'm always backed up, but we're always in meetings. We're always having things to do. So corporations may be a good market, too. You know, for people that are like stressed out from working really, really long. They get paid well. They're in positions that they thought they might want to be in but they got to work like 17 team building like with destruction there's also rebuilding rebuilding i think they go together perfectly (laughs) so there's 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 a there's a way to um kind of look at the pricing model because i think a lot of a lot of the um like the gun range or like uh you know axe throwing they they typically go for like group group purchasing so corporations might be Mm-hmm. a way to go universities might be a way to go so guys we just went through the whole business model canvas for you all um as promised you can find your own and do your own at canvasser.com that's c-a-n-v-a-n-i-z-e-r.com then also be sure to google 30 elements of value um the value pyramid so that you can fill out that value proposition box first um, if you have any questions, as of course, you can always email us at info, I-N-F-O, at cgmphilly.com. And then our website, cgmphilly.com, and our social media is all at cgmphilly. So once again, I'm Dominique Landry, one-fourth of Common Ground Management. This is Linda, Linda Fernandez. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and this was a smashing good time, like literally. Yeah, thanks, And then Tom. figuratively, so... Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you learned a lot. Talk to you soon. Ciao.